Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are so excited today. We have one of our favorite hall stars is here and uh, giving us a chance to talk about his new movie coming out, Christmas in Vienna. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Brennan Elliott is here. Thank you so much, Brennan. Oh, glad to be here, Rachel. Always fun to spend time with you. Hello, everybody. Yes. Uh, so how have you been doing? The last time we talked with you was in, is in, was in January. Yeah, right before everything. <laughs> Right before the earth had a side yeah. shift. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Little did we know what was coming oh. for 2020. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Yeah, I, I, I'm up in Vancouver right now. Um, and uh, I had to come up here. I think it was October 7th. Rach and I had to do two weeks quarantine before we started filming back-to-back -back episodes of Crossword Mysteries. Oh and, um, you know, look, you're stuck in a hotel room. It's, it is what it is. And it's, 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 it's the rules and the laws of this country. And so... Yeah. Um, get your groceries early and, and portion it out <laughs> through the 14 days. No, it, it was stuck. To be honest, it was, um, you know, it was a lot of time by myself and, um, mm -hmm. you get, you get a, you get a chance to either, uh, you know, enjoy the process with yourself or not. So, are you by yourself in the, in yep. the hotel when yeah. you're quarantined or are you there with Lacey or is it just, just no, you? I'm in my own for the quarantine. She quarantined. I believe they got a house. She was doing a couple of movies before we started oh, our two right. together, um, which I would have done if I had, um, if I was up here a little bit longer and I thought about doing it, but you know, and I didn't think it was going to be, it wasn't, it wasn't like, look, there's more world problems than sitting in a room for two weeks and not being able to leave. But um, you start to, you start to think things and overthink and you start to analyze your life and you start to look yeah. at you know, the, the things you've done in your life you can be better at or whatever. I mean, it was actually a really introspective two weeks and I tried to use it as just an exercise in spending time with, with myself and obviously mm -hmm. had a lot of work to do because we started filming and I'm, I don't think I've spoken so much on a film in my life, but uh, whether that's good or bad. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of dialogue to get down and, and then obviously they once the, the quarantine did, which I was, you know, rare work. Mm -hmm. we went after it. We, uh, we, we finished uh, Crossroad Movies for our first movie of these two, of this double block uh, on Saturday. Mm -hmm. oh uh, and then I'll hopefully hustle home and live tweet the, the Christmas movie. So, did, so you, really... did you uh, did you do any like binge watching or anything like that when you were two weeks? Well, I had my I had my phone and I, I like to watch, you know, YouTube and different, but I'm kind of a documentary guy too. I like to, uh -huh. to escape by watching documentaries because when you do TV and film, I don't really watch as much of that because you know it's the business we're in but sure um and also obviously in canada we didn't have a lot of the christmas movies till a week later i watched some hallmark but they don't have hallmark to the w network here which is carrying a lot of the hallmark stuff so that was kind of uh -huh. fun and um yeah i mean just watch a little bit of television but just kind of stay busy on the on the, on the script and and i had some you know some press stuff to catch up on and and uh but it was it was uh it's the first time for me in probably 15 years where i had two weeks and I had nothing to do, like You're right. nothing, yeah. you know? Um, so I had to to cook and, and order food in and do my thing. But yeah. But uh, in retrospect, it was a lot of, it, was, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. It was yeah, if you like documentaries, you should watch McMillions. That was my favorite this year. McMillions. McMillions, yeah. It's okay, so I will. entertaining. It was really I just, good. I also, I just love, you know, cultures and places and people that, you know, yeah. history or whatever that you can't comprehend their life. Yeah. It's just so mind blowing to watch. It's all stuff. about this uh this uh this scam that this crazy group of people all tried to do in the uh around 2000 uh for the uh, to rip off the McDonald's uh, monopoly game. 
Oh, that, and, that would and, be really wild. So yeah, it's all about them. Oh, okay. And it's then all about the investigators that, that solved it, who are characters. And yeah. I just really enjoyed it. It was very fun. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'll check that out. And, I'll have to and what's out. really cool too about it is that if you watch it, they did a, the producers and directors did a podcast to go along with every episode of the documentary oh very so, cool so you can listen to the podcast and get more interviews right. and it's oh really interesting cool. yeah interesting yeah, it's really check good it out for sure yeah so you're up there filming the crossword mysteries and yep. uh, you have you're doing three more we're supposed to do well we're doing we're probably going to end up if we you know depending on the you know culture and the climate and how everything looks covid wise but uh -huh. i think we're going to try to do three there's talk of doing another one in january uh -huh. um, we're very, very excited. We're doing number four. That would be five. And then the one in January would be six. But uh, the one we're doing now is it's just the, the mystery. These scripts are tight. The mysteries are tight. There's so much fun. There's a little bit more action, uh, a little bit more of Lacey and I in the romance department. So I don't want to disclose too much, but all the stuff that the fans have been clamoring for, we're trying to put it in. So yeah. And, and keep everybody, uh, I think, very, very proud of obviously Abercadaver. And I think this one, we just keep getting better and better in, in, the, in the, the quality and, and also our voice with the show. And also we've moved to Vancouver, Rachel, on this. So we went from the East Coast to the West Coast. So oh, right. Were, the the landscape. Ones, were they in Toronto? The other ones? Yeah. We're in Vancouver, North Bay, Ontario, the first three. Um, okay. And now we're in Vancouver and it's, it's so you've done so many movies with Lacey now, and uh, what is that like working with her when when you have done so many? How does that relationship help you in your performances? Well, I think anybody you've you know I've been lucky enough to work with a lot of great leading ladies on the network, and 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 take pride in, in trying to find chemistry and honesty mm -hmm. in the work, and try to make it make the performances and the relationships honest and real and. And with Lacey and with anybody you work with, the more you work with them, there's more available stimulus there to draw upon in the scene. And, and, and you get closer to that person. And her and I are good friends and have become good friends off camera. And it's it's just like putting on an old jacket. It's, it's just simple. It's very easy. I mean, you still have a lot of work to do with your work and your character, mm -hmm. but we trust each other. We were talking about this the other day as to, I think that <clears throat> we come at the work very similar, but we also trust each other because we've become good friends so that when we're in a scene, there's nothing in the way as an actor kind of being afraid to go. You just go with the person you're working with. Mm -hmm. And because we're so open with each other and have such faith and trust, each other, go with that instinct or whatever. And it just flows really, really nice. And that happened on the very first all in my heart. And we'll be done when we're finished uh, December 13th, we're supposed to be done movie four and five across. So that'll be nine movies together. Yeah. That's a yeah, lot. Nine movies. So I'm just very blessed. I mean, she, she's, she's wonderful. And, and, we got a great, you know, obviously all my heart franchise was successful and Crossroads is successful. So, um, and the fans uh, are enjoying them. So we're just, when we go to work, it's a lot of fun yeah. together. We're, we get a long break. So. I mean, she's she wonderful. will, have, she's a workhorse because she will have done, uh, by the time you guys are finished the three movies, she will have done an, and she did two movies for Hallmark Christmas uh, the, since COVID. So she will have done five movies since like june since july since they reopened again that's pretty impressive that's no pretty she good. did uh no that's four she'll have done four she did two christmases and then our two movies but oh, if we do one in jan if we do one in january that'll be five oh and I okay did my, so they're my, just doing the yeah. you're just doing the two now 
Yeah, this year oh, she'll okay. have done. She'll have done January, early February. So yeah, she's done four in a row back to back. I don't know how that's she does. That's pretty good. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, do you, how do you? How has it been filming in COVID with all the restrictions and everything like that? Doing a mystery. What's well, that I was like? lucky. I was lucky that Lacey had done a couple already. So she kind of, yeah, I was offered mm-hmm. a show. I was offered a show in June, July. And that was having spikes and a lot of the deaths in the country. And I see if this thing kind of leveled out or we drowned the curve, whatever the term was. And it just didn't happen. So I, I was late July, early August. I just had a good conversation with, with uh, even Lacey. And she said, you know, they're taking these precautions. This is what they're doing with masks and sanitation is a COVID person on set. So she so made me, gave me comfort that like, mm-hmm. all right, well, when, when Hallmark calls to go to work, I'm just going to go to work and I'm, I'm just going to take these precautions. And I was ready in, in about August. And then we started the process of prepping these. And when I got on set, she'd already done a couple. So she gave me kind of a lay of the land on what you need to do to stay safe and stay protected and what kind of precautions and guidelines to follow, which, and they've been wonderful. I mean, Hallmark and the people on the ground here really have kind of made it a safe environment or as safe as can be following yeah. the, you know, the guidelines. And you get on set, you sign in, you take your temperature, you have to wear a mask no matter what until we roll. Um, Lacey and I are being tested, uh, you know, two, three times a week um, for COVID. And, and so there's, they're taking those precautions. And if I'd have known this, I probably would have had another movie. Uh, done this year too because I just I just didn't see how they could have done it and then when mm-hmm. I now that I've experienced it right so your same routine the way you work maybe it's a little different it doesn't feel like you can kind of connect maybe off camera with the cast or crew or you know high fives and handshakes and hugs mm-hmm. and whatever those are those those days are over so you kind of do we have this thing where we just pump elbows and, and uh you know just try to keep our distance and everybody's been very respectful with that because yeah. you know look I mean a lot of the Hallmark fans, Hallmark has content because there's, a, you know, the fans really want to see a lot of the Hallmark material. And so mm-hmm. being a part of the family and being, you know, blessed and thankful to be a part of the family, if it's, uh, I'll just do as many movies as can as I can. And, and in, mm-hmm. the, in this environment, it is safe. And uh, it's been, uh, it's been really encouraging. Been well, great. I, I think it's just incredible. I, I'm blown away that they figured they were able to adapt yeah, and amazing. everybody I've talked to said they felt very, very safe and yep. uh, that, uh, you know, that they were able to make it work. And I mean, the fact they ended up with 40 Christmas movies just blows my mind. I oh, could not, aren't they? They're incredible. Unbelievable. Incredible. And, uh, and they need, I think, honestly, and you can talk to this to test this more than I can, if, if you're a podcast fans, is we need these movies more than ever right now. Yeah. You know, we people need to be uplifted and have some fun and and be in the spirit of Christmas. And I think those 40 Christmas movies really are gonna, are gonna be something that people are really are gonna appreciate them as much as they already are even more, you know? Yeah, so. I think so. And I actually, I mean, I, 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 I really feel like the movies have been great so far for Christmas, the Hallmark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe part of it is that I have just sort of needed them more than, maybe. but I've tried to be objective as a film critic and, and right. I've just really enjoyed, I feel like they stepped up their game. Yeah. And not only with diversity, but just with better stories. And I, I've just really been enjoying it. And uh, so, yeah, Hallmark is winning 2020. That's for yeah, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Don't and, and, and they know their formula and they know their mm-hmm. brand. And, and as do a lot of the, 
you know, the, the familiar faces that, that perform in these movies, you understand mm-hmm. what the brand is, you understand what the fans want and you got to, you know, make choices accordingly. And I think mm-hmm. that they, they've all been working very hard, obviously in their homes, not at the office, just everything's still kind of in some sort of lockdown on some level. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, to, to, to do these 40 movies is a, a, test, a testament to their, it's unbelievable. It's fantastic. So were you able to have Barbara in these two that you were shooting with? Oh, how, how everything? could we not? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We have Barbara, Niven, obviously John Capellos back. Everybody's back. Okay. Um, there is a change. Um, I guess I could say this is not a big deal, but um, there's a new detective that'll be on the show. Oh, okay. A, a new, a new uh, Winston was the old partner and I think, you know, I don't want to say anything mm-hmm. more, but there, there's going to be a change. And I think, okay. um, you know, as sad as it is to not have him and, and maybe in the future we can, um, mm-hmm. he got on a, on something else, another show of some sort and yeah. could work out certain dates. And we've been uh, blessed with the addition of somebody that I think is going to make uh, a lot of the fans extremely happy and I won't oh. lose anymore. Yeah. I mean, not cool. somebody I'd maybe, yeah, someone new to the Hallmark family, but it's a, uh-huh. it's a female, it's a female, which, oh. um, and, um, um, but you know, obviously, just a just a, another detective in the agency that uh, can add a little bit of uh, uh, femininity to to a male dominated <laughs> environment, which I think is necessary in every yeah. job. Um, mm-hmm. Being the, the feminist that I am, but uh, yeah, you know, cool. I, you know, yeah, she's great. So, and these 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 movies are going to be fantastic. And Lacey and I are having a lot of fun. Oh, we're excited. Uh, we really enjoyed Abracadabra. We thought that one was really... Yeah, I thought that one turned out pretty good, actually. Yeah, that yeah. one was fun. I liked the whole magic element. I know, right? with the... Uh, you know, it was fun because that episode of the podcast that we recapped that one, mm-hmm. uh, I actually had my dad on that episode, which was fun. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Does he like magic? Does he like magic? Yeah, and he enjoyed it. And he loves, oh, good. He loves mysteries, so it was fun. Oh, we, excellent. We recapped, uh, I think it was that one and the first Martha's Vineyard mystery and then okay. Liam, uh, the uh, uh, gourmet detective. Right. It was so many. January mysteries. Yeah, we, yeah. We had them yeah. on, so that was pretty fun. Oh, very fun. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I don't know. It was just because there was that element of illusion yeah. that made the clues like a little bit of a little bit harder and Lacey, to and Lacey loves she has this little secret of passion for 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 uh for uh, for, no, for for magic for, for magic and that whole that whole world and and so she really was enjoying that and, and is actually very talented at some magic she did, did a couple oh, of yeah. tricks she used to do it when she was really young so um and I'm sure she can talk about that I wouldn't yeah. I don't want to disclose but you know we're having she really enjoys the crossroom mysteries I really enjoy them and and we're blessed mm-hmm. and we'll We'll do 40, 50, 500, as many as the people want. The network wants to keep pumping them out. We're happy to do them. Great. Because the fans really enjoy them. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. And uh, so let's talk about Christmas in Vienna. So this is one of the few Hallmark movies to for Christmas 2020 that was shot before COVID. That's exactly right. Yeah, we wrapped, we started 10th of December. And I think we wrapped, well, we had a little two-week break there in between Christmas um we wrapped uh end of january the 22nd or something mm-hmm. and then obviously covid uh in late february early march started to kind of you know obviously yeah. become more prominent so we're very lucky and very uh, and blessed that we were given the opportunity to obviously shoot vienna to be the first christmas we got out of the gate but also to not be having to deal with 
it felt like the last moment of freedom before <laughs> yeah before we all had to deal with this this terrible uh, pandemic so very I lucky know, for that that's how i kind of feel now about sundance this year because i you know like i always cover i live in utah so i cover the sundance film festival as a film critic every year wow. and yeah we were uh, there last year oh you were yeah oh yeah, cool some of the hallmark people we go up there for a little and i was there and very 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 appreciative to be asked to go it was all other place was so beautiful Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of feel that way about this last Sundance that it was like this, uh, my, my last little time to kind of be with people and yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, you'll feel you'll feel good to know this Rachel that our executive producers and our director, they're all from Utah. Oh, yeah. Christmas in Vienna. They all are, they all no live way. there and are from there. I will actually think directors from there. He just moved to LA. Yeah, they're from Utah. They're, uh, that's their home. So oh, nice. um, yeah, it's uh, these are your peeps. Yes, making oh, this good. movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was kind of fun because we actually talked just by chance. We talked to Sarah Drew last last December, mm -hmm. and uh, about her lifetime movie Twinkle All the Way, right. and uh, it just happened she was leaving that day to go and oh, wow. to go <laughs> to go and shoot. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, so how, how much of this was shot in Vienna? We shot, um, if you have a fifth, well, the first week um, and a half of the movie, I believe, was in Vienna. And then the, the last week and a half was in Bucharest, Romania. Okay. So I think, we, I think we split it up. Um, or we did a week in Vienna and did all the external stuff in Vienna. And then the rest of it was maybe in Bucharest. I can't remember how it all worked out. I think it was pretty much half and half. Uh -huh. But um uh, two very different places, two very different places, beautiful in their, in their own way. And, and, um, um, yeah, I mean, Vienna is, the, that's a bucket list place people need to do. Oh, uh, yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Christmas in Vienna and your character? Well, um, Christmas in Vienna to me, I mean, it's obviously a, kind of a modernized version, subtle tones of the sound of music, which is obviously an international hit seen that around the first time in a beautiful movie play a kind of a tragic hero a very lonely man who's a widowed father of three um doesn't want to deal with anything of the heart and his feelings and is just kind of moving around and working and he's a stationed diplomat for the united states government in vienna and chet and uh, sarah's character just is a, a violinist who's been asked to, to to play for the vienna the viennese orchestra um, and through the through the process, which I won't get into too too specific, realize that our hearts have been closed and and kind of through Christmas in Vienna and music and um, our kids, my kids, and and just that experience, she makes me realize that I can open my heart again and find love again, and it's okay. And mm -hmm. my, my the music of my heart can can come out because I think you know um, one of the things I don't get too personal, but one of the things about his his character that really connected to me was this, you know. Being, you know, having your heart broken, and can you trust and have hope again that you can mm -hmm. can feel love again? Can you can you feel hope for life again? Can you feel all these things that the Christmas spirit gives us? Um, and she makes me realize I can, and I do that vice versa for her with her passion for for music, and with that, you know, obviously a romance ensues as well, and it's a very beautiful love story, a beautiful, um, you know redeemment and second mm -hmm. chances and and hope and very familial and uh there's lots of laughs and it's fun and it's it's i think it just checks off all the boxes that hallmark and the brand really want with their christmas movies and, and i was just just honored to 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 be a part of that movie 
That's great. Well, we are very excited because we love Sarah so much and we, we love you. And so was that fun working with Sarah? Yeah, I was, I'd never, um, I hadn't met her. So we met for a coffee for about an hour before and just kind of, you know, chatted. And then I think almost like, I think five or six days later, we were already on a plane and we had to leave to, to Vienna and, and, uh-huh. um, and, uh, you know, we just, we just chatted about the excitement to work, just kind of makes each other comfortable. And then we got to work and it was, it was lovely. Mm. It was lovely. We had a lot of fun. She brought her husband up and they obviously have some, some strong, uh, historical roots. Her husband's, I think, grandfather or somebody lived there or father. Oh. So they, they had a great time there. And, um, you know, we, uh, we went to work and had a great time together. It was fun. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, she's, she's lovely. Yeah. Cause she's had two hits in a row over a lifetime uh twinkle all the way and christmas pen pals were both excellent and really really good and so we're yeah really i guess excited. she's got a she just yeah yeah she's on a new show she got cast in a new pilot of some sort of thing Ooh. i watched that on a red light on dateline so yeah no so congratulations to her yeah good to her we're excited her, to have so. her in the hallmark family finally after, after mm-hmm. two lifetime movies uh, so yeah what was it like filming in vienna that must have been really fun i've never been there I mean, it was it just it was just one of these dream sequences. It felt like I felt like when I came home for the Christmas break before we went to Bucharest, I felt like I'd just been in some sort of dream. I mean, that was a city that was pretty heavily bombed during the Second World War, and to see mm-hmm. how pristine, clean, and how all the buildings and the architecture are just perfect was uh, mind blowing. Everything radiates music. It was at Christmas time, and we were very lucky to have this environment where. You know, when you when you watch the movie, there's so many uh, exteriors with like hundreds, if not thousands of people. Well, those are all just regular people. They're not extras. They're just regular people. And so we filmed a lot of scenes just amongst life. And it brought mm-hmm. a real authentic, uh, real life element to the scenes. Um, I mean, there was times when people wanted to get autographs from myself or Sarah or pictures or whatever. Or, and there's a lot of Hallmark fans there, which really, oh yeah, it didn't surprise me because I knew, oh yeah, I just knew that um, you know the global reach of the brand of Hallmark is is pretty uh, pretty incredible, and it really was touching to know that people were so passionate and so excited about yeah. not only our movie but all the Christmas movies and and anything that I've been in or whatever, and and it was it was a lot of fun, and there were some Grey's Anatomy fans, obviously, many of them that sure. would come up to Sarah in the middle of the scene or whatever, and so it was challenging in that respect but but you know in the, in the best positive light but um you know there's, there's so many buildings there with such history that i had never been around that kind of history you know like uh-huh. seven eight hundred year old churches where you know where beethoven started his musical career and the saint stephen's cathedral and you yeah. know the schoenbrunn and Rathlesplatz. and when you see the movie the ice drink is is pretty the, the ice skating scene and just, just so, uh-huh. so many wonderful places that i think Vienna itself is the lead of the movie. And I think Vienna is going to really make people when they watch it and they're having their, you know, their, their personal bevy and some food and they're cuddled up watching a Christmas movie. They're going to, they're going to feel like they're in a, in Vienna. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really, really special. Well, and I think it'll be really cool because you're saying about all these crowd scenes and everything like that. Like they've been, they've been doing a very good job with the COVID considering COVID, but I think this will just be yeah. different than these other ones because they'll have that. Well, it's, yeah, yeah, and not, and to, to, yeah, exactly, and to other, to the other films and producing or production companies that were putting on those films, working with Hallmark, it's pretty yeah. tough to sure. feel so free. I mean, I noticed even as an actor, it's hard to feel free now as or as free as you did back in, you know, back when it was there was no COVID. But 
you know, we're, it's a new normal. We're all making adjustments and it's all a safe mm-hmm. environment. And uh, mm-hmm. we're trying to do our best to, to be as free as we can. And, and, uh, but yeah, we were, uh, we were very, very lucky to get out before we, while yeah. we did and get it in the can while we did. Yeah. So I just think it'll have a different feel than these other ones. It'll make it extra specials is what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, I'm very, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, I was telling my wife this a couple of months ago, you know, I just said, you know, one of the tidbits about the movie, when I got it, I thought, oh, it's a beautiful Christmas movie. Again, it's wonderful and there's love. And I didn't realize playing Mark, how really lonely that role is. <laughs> He's a tragic hero of sorts. And mm-hmm. it was, it was really, really interesting. And to look back and to see, to see that within all the, the scenes we were doing, we didn't have this fear of something else kind of affecting us. Um, it, it, you know, now is a difficult time to, to film because you're always aware of that. In, yeah. You're in a scene, you're always aware of COVID or is someone there close to breathing or what, how right. am I feeling? Or it's a little, you're more, a little more ultra sensitive and, and, mm-hmm. and you just got to include it to the work and it's, it is what it is. But I agree with you. I think this will have a, a very majestic, almost fantastical element of life is, is yeah. just so free and everything else. And then really that's not the case now, obviously in the world so is your character kind of a scrooge type character to start like doesn't like christmas no not at all okay no no not at all he's just he's he's a widowed father who obviously loved deeply and and then lost deeply and is very wounded and in pain and his emotions are so deep that he doesn't want to deal with them so he's traveling all the time he's from one city in europe to another city to another city so as a diplomat he's always being transferred and and his family is kind of along the ride with him. And that causes a lot of problems, much like the sound of music. And my heart has been shattered and, and is hurt. And, and I don't know if I can trust again to, to love again, to open my heart, to have hope, to believe in the future. Mm-hmm. And under Chris, under the, the spell of Christmas in Vienna, um, and also guests coming into my life and my children's lives and vice versa mm-hmm. with her, there's new hope. Um, and I think yeah. that's one of the hallmarks no pun intended, of, 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 um, of Christmas is mm-hmm. on that day, you know, you feel uh, love and hope and life mm-hmm. and, and positivity. And so um, yeah. it's kind of, yeah, but what I, that's what I mean by it. It's a, it's a tragic, sad hero at the, at the start. And then obviously there's a major transformation. Yeah. You know, we've all had our heart broken. So it's, it's hard to open up your heart to somebody new or, or, or some other endeavor, or even with your instrument or any kind of thing, when you feel like you're so scared. And I think Jess's character and I are both very frightened and scared and, and kind of want to quit or have quit. I think my character's already quit of opening your heart again. And under Christmas and in Vienna, we both meet two wounded souls meet and open up and have a second chance at love. And I think that's universal. And I hope, yeah. I hope the uh, audience can get that. Well, that sounds great. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so I wanted to ask you, you've done so many Hallmark movies at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, what would you say to somebody who's like, I don't know about those uh, to say, give it a shot. You might actually like them. Yeah. I, well, I would say, you know, the best time I've had in my career was doing these Hallmark movies. I mean, I, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to just plug Hallmark because I in business with them and do so many movies for them. They are wonderful uh, movies of escape. They are movies that touch on a lot of the positive elements of life that we all search for. They're entertaining. Mm-hmm. They, they take their, their craft and their brand seriously, as do all the producers and actors and people that are in their different 
movies. Um, and they're very respectful and great people that they're not only your bosses, but they collaborate with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you, and you get a chance to play, I mean, at least in my experience, I've had a chance to play and be the male lead opposite so many wonderful, beautiful women who are talented and wonderful. And then on the same token, play such diverse characters and have an opportunity to, to touch people's lives acting and doing what you love mm-hmm. to do because these movies do touch people. Yeah. Um, I, I had a woman that was very, very ill in the hospital and she just would sit well, I mean, she had stage four um, cancer and she was very sick and wasn't going to make it. She sent me a letter. This is two years ago, maybe. No, it was last year. And sent me a letter that she was just watched, had her husband bring all the movies that I was in to rewatch them that made her feel good. Oh. And it just, that, that to me makes, that's the greatest gift you can get. Not an award or something. That is, that's yeah. the award is that these movies touch people. And um, I don't think it's me. I think it's the movie itself. I mean, I'm humbled that she was a fan, but, and that meant everything to me, but to be able to touch someone's lives with these kind of moves, I, I have five colleagues that would be like, you know, I got this movie. I don't know if I want to do it. I'm like, well, why, why? Yeah. They're you just, should they're, do it. You should do just, it. And I think personally that they are making a kind of movie that we used to get a lot of from Hollywood, but we don't, we used to get tons of romantic comedies and romances. And now we hardly ever get them. Uh, from Hollywood and yeah. if we do get them they're usually really vulgar and just not my style I, I don't like those kinds of vulgar movies and so to for the most part there's a few that are good but I just I just really appreciate that they're keeping that whole medium alive because I think it has value I like romance sweet romance it's, oh of course it does I love yeah. I love uh, I've always said it I, when Hallmark calls I, I say yes every single time there's just no, there's no, no, it's, I know that I'm going to go to work and, and work with great people doing great things and touching people's lives, hopefully, and, and having a lot of fun doing it. So I know, I tell everybody to do it. Yeah. Um, I'm very honored to be in the family for sure. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. They're the good folks over at care of and care of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports long-term health. They provide high quality products with personalization that makes it so great to use. They've been a sponsor of ours for quite a while and I've really enjoyed using their products. You start out by taking a quiz and the online quiz helps you. It's a five minute online quiz that helps you ask questions about your diet, your fitness level, your sleep needs, all those other things are uh, taken into place and we find the perfect vitamins for you and for your health needs. And it's great when you get them, they are in little packets. It has your name on it and a little saying and everything. And uh, it just feels very personal and rather than just taking a multivitamin. And, uh, and so I think it's really, really great. And when I took the online quiz, I was able to kind of narrow down the most important things for me was help with my sleep. And so I was able to get the dream sticks as part of my order. And that's something that was very helpful with melatonin and other healthy, uh, nutrients and chains. It's important to get ahead of taking care of your immune health. It takes about 30 days for your body to adapt to new nutrients. So now is a great time to update your vitamins and wellness routines to help support your immune systems this fall. And we're getting into the winter uh, and we just all need to be as healthy as we possibly can. So I think it's a great 
uh, time to sign up for care of, take the quiz and get the vitamins and supplements that you need. So right now you can get 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com, enter code hallmarkies50. That's uh, 50% off your first order takecareof.com and enter code hallmarkies50. So we have some fun questions, holiday questions to end the interview with. All right. First question, what is your favorite holiday drink? My favorite holiday drink. uh, Well, my grandmother and mother have a recipe for spiced eggnog. um, Uh And it it is just, I, I don't even think it has... I think it's non-alcoholic, but the, yeah. the spices they use in it, I don't know what they use, but it's, uh, it's creamy, it's warming, mm. um, and it's so tasty. And I, I, I haven't had it in years because my grandma passed away a number of years ago. My mom and I haven't had Christmas. Well, we had Christmas a couple of years ago, but we didn't, we didn't end up making it. But when I usually see her, I, that's something I first want to drink is her spice yeah. egg. Nice. All right. What is your favorite holiday cookie or treat? Oh man, that's a tough one. I just got to ask this for the day. Um, I think, you know, my, when I, I grew up just a, just a standard Christmas cookie, you know, yeah. the, the, the Christmas cookie that is like a shortbread cookie and it has little, little, uh, design on top made of sugar and stuff. My, uh, my mom used to make those by the dozens and my brother and I would just wolf them down. Like it was the last supper. I mean, we just loved them, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely just shortbread Christmas cookies are, are fabulous simple and I like them. Mm-hmm. Just reminds me of Christmas. Yes. Very good. What is your favorite Christmas song or Carol? Well, that is an easy one. I love the original little drummer boy. Um, oh. My grandma used to have that playing. My grandma's favorite song was little drummer boy. And she helped raise me until my mom remarried. And that was the song that was in the house. Like clockwork. When, when dinner was being served on Christmas, Christmas Eve, that they would have, uh, sorry, Christmas Day, they would have Little Drummer Boy playing. The old, like, I'm talking the one, I, I think it's in the 40s and 50s when it came out, first of all. But I can't remember, don't quote me, but the Little Drummer Boy, the old kind of ominous drum at the beginning. It's such a beautiful song. And when it's snowing outside and it's Christmas and everybody's just relaxed, nothing better. Nothing better. What is your favorite classic Christmas movie? My favorite classic? Miracle on 34th Street, probably. I've always loved that movie. Yeah, that'd probably be it. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, Do you have a favorite holiday tradition? Um, Every morning when I was a kid, we had to have stockings. Um, And a lot of our, you know, we didn't grow up with a lot. We didn't have a lot of, a lot of money, but if we had our, if we had a present or two, it was in the stocking. And that was kind of our big waking up before everybody's up, getting your stocking. And me and my brother would kind of go through that. There'd be a, a present or two under the tree, obviously, of course, but that was kind of really special. And Christmas doesn't seem the same when you wake up and there's no, there's no uh, stocking. So that was kind of special. Yeah. And I try to, you know, have that same tradition with my children to give them the little gifts first, and then they can get into something a little more special under the tree after we've had breakfast and with our families yeah. and a lot of other. I we always did that too. Started with the stocking always got an orange in our stocking that was always fun yeah oh of course yeah right at the bottom yeah absolutely yeah. better than coal rachel better than coal that's right <laughs> um, okay which do you prefer scrooge or the grinch Ooh, um i think i don't know maybe scrooge just because 
Well, both those stories are great because they're so, they're so transformative. The, the, mm-hmm. the, the lead character transforms so much. I just love the element of, of Scrooge, how he's just so just so selfish and, and focused on money. And he doesn't, you know, he's, he just doesn't have the spirit of Christmas. Yeah. And then this transformation happens at the end of, I mean, I love the uh, George C. Scott Scrooge movie. Always felt mm-hmm. when I was a kid, that's a classic as well. And mm-hmm. his transformation of trying to help that family and that little yeah. boy, uh, uh, it's just so beautiful to watch. Yeah. And that's the great thing about Christmas is it's pretty tough to not be affected by the spirit of Christmas. You've got to yeah. have no soul to not be affected, you know, and that's why I love doing the movies. That's why I love the season. Um, and that's why I think people by the tens of millions come out to watch Hallmark movies mm-hmm. because, or, you know, any Christmas movie for that matter, but really Hallmark. And I feel that brand, they, they, they've got it down to a science and it, it, it touches people. It makes you feel like it's Christmas, even if it's airing in, like I said, November, the Saturday or October or whatever. Yeah. And I think the greatest thing is that there are no lost, there's no lost causes that everybody yeah. Have hope for for anybody to 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 change. Yeah. If Scrooge can change, well anyone said. can change. Well, that's exactly um, right. I mean, if somebody that's like that can change, then then anybody can change. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, what do you prefer, clear lights or colored? Uh, I like colored, um, just because when I grew up, we didn't have a lot of white lights. It was all colored lights, and and when it's forty below and it's dark and the snow was coming the colored lights you can see through the storm <laughs> you can the, the white lights they, they just yeah. look like bigger snowflakes so it kind of gets lost but i do i i've seen some beautiful christmas trees and beautiful houses with white lights and what you can do with it but mm-hmm. you know my wife uh likes white lights and i like colored lights and she says well you know it makes sense you're a colorful guy so yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's good all right would you rather be in a snowball fight or build a snowman um, oh, wow. I've had some really good snowball fights with my brother and, and some friends growing up. I probably just to make sure my, uh, my face doesn't get hit by a snowball. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I, I probably would love to do a snowball fight. I think snowball fights are just a fun if they're done safe, obviously, yeah. but yeah, they're fun. Snowball okay. fights. All right. Uh, would you consider yourself a good gift wrapper or not? I'm a horrific gift wrapper. I'm the worst. <laughs> I mean, I always, when I was a kid, my mom would always look at me and go, well, you really tried, honey. That was good. But it's what's on the inside that counts. And we know that, you know, it's the, it's the present on the inside and the thought that counts as opposed to my complete destruction of how to wrap it. Uh, I still am not the best rapper. I mean, I'm fine now, but when I was a kid, it was the worst. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'd have to stay rapping. It's not my forte. Yeah. All right. Last question. Do you have an ugly Christmas sweater? And what is your ugly Christmas sweater? Like? Do I have a, uh, I have a lot of ugly sweaters, Rachel. I have a lot of ugly clothes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I had, I, I had a sweater. I don't have it anymore. It was an old green, bright green with Santa and some of his elves building a Christmas tree. And underneath I had it, it, it underneath it said, um, it was for me. It was a Christmas present. Um, and it was called, uh, underneath was a, um, stitched in hot mess um it was basically a, a, an homage to a nickname that uh, my wife always called me you're my little hot mess you know oh. but uh <laughs> so the sweater was this was this was dad's sweater he's a hot mess and it's christmas and, and um but this was years and years and years ago before he kids. i don't know where it is and that was something when we went to canada two years ago to see my parents 
um, on the Gulf Coast for Christmas. I was like, where's that sweater? And I couldn't find it. And I still, to this day, am really heartbroken because that thing is about 15 years old. So, oh, but yeah, man. that was my own. I don't have one now, but when we wake up in the morning, we don't need ugly sweaters. We're all looking pretty <laughs> worse for wear from probably the night before by staying up caroling or hanging up with the family or the kids aren't <laughs> sleeping or whatever. So you like you've got yeah. quarantine hair and because you haven't been able to get it cut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. Totally. Right. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Absolutely. That's I think you need to have the hot mess sweater remade. <laughs> I'm going to have to go get one. Yeah. You know yeah. what? I'm going to go get one and make it yeah. and, and make it. And I'll wear it on Christmas. Only wear it on Christmas. <laughs> there you go. I'll scare someone. Well, thank you so much for coming and talking with us. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, no problem, Ray. Thanks for having me. Huh? Sorry about all the connection problems. I uh, appreciate you sticking through. And uh, oh no, it happens. <laughs> do you want to share your social media or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, obviously Brennan Elliott at Brennan underscore Elliott uh, um, for uh, on Twitter, and then obviously Brennan Elliott too on Instagram. Um, yeah, you know, just just want the fans to you know cuddle up. And, uh, and enjoy the movie on Saturday and you swept away with Vienna at Christmas. That's really the, the yeah. that's really the simplistic goal of it. And I think Hallmark did a great job of putting it together. And, and uh, I haven't seen the final product and look forward to seeing it with everybody like yourself. And, and yeah. uh, you know, hopefully you critics aren't too hard on us. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to be. Well, thank you so yeah, much. Exactly. And uh, congratulations on finishing the movie and on doing the crosswords. That's very exciting. Thanks, Rach. I appreciate it. Great talking to you. Yeah. Merry Christmas. All right. You too. We'll talk soon, I'm sure. Yay. Bye. bye. I'd like to thank Brennan for coming on the podcast. This was really nice of him. We had actually a lot of interruptions, which you won't hear because I'll edit them out with the connection was frustrating. So he was very patient and very kind. And I really appreciate that. And uh, so we'll look forward to his new movie. So let us know your thoughts on all the different things that we talked about. And uh, please follow the podcast at Homework Use Pod and Homework Use Podcast all over social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We really need those right now during the holidays, people to find the podcast. So please, please help us. Uh, and if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We have our patron group, which is a lot of fun. And then we also have our merch store, which has tons of festive designs. So please check that out as well. And thank you so much again to Brennan. And uh, you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. And uh, so again, thank you to Brennan. We really appreciate it. And we'll talk to you all later. Merry Christmas. Bye.